This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you on this uh, fine day? Daniel, I'm doing just swell for all the crap that's just happened overnight. Daniel, yeah. my mu- I know. Oh, my gosh. Insane. Um, yeah. I, folks, I have video today that is um, sadly, and I do mean sadly, oh. going to just eat at your cerebral cortex. I mean, it, we're disintegrating. And after you see this video, I want you to tell me again how there's not a permeating, growing uh, anti-police attitude. I want you to just tell me with a straight face, if you're a liberal watching my show, how that's not true after watching the video I'm about to show you. Um, I've got a lot to cover, some yeah. nuanced angles of what happened in Philadelphia last night. Uh, the hypocrisy, the um, disgusting political gamesmanship while cops were still literally in the line of fire, not figuratively, yeah. Unreal. Um, just grotesque stuff. I also have a really incredible update about a whistleblower heavily involved in some of the exposing of this Halper Spygate thing, a whistleblower huh. who unbelievably, what there has been an update in his case that's just shocking, that I promise you is going to be like, wait, they left that word out? That word's kind of important. So stay tuned. <laughs> we got a lot to cover. Hey, just a note, thank you to everyone who sent some poems. We're stacked today. I'm going to read some of them. They're pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, good stuff. My personal favorite, I got to be honest with you, was uh, Mr. Martinez. Roses are red, violets are blue, liberals suck. Great, great. So creative. Love that. You guys and ladies are awesome. All right, let's get right to today's show. Oh, one more thing. I will be on Fox and Friends tomorrow morning. Make sure you watch uh, 6 to 9 on the Fox News channel. I'll be co-hosting uh, the show, so appreciate that. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Cryo Freeze. I got my mother-in-law in the house watching the show. She loves this stuff. I love this stuff. My wife loves this stuff. It's got CBD oil and menthol for that cool Cool feeling. When you're in pain, and I am in pain pretty much constantly, there is nothing better than this stuff. It looks, let me show you what it looks like. It looks like a little roll on deodorant oh, right, there yeah. with the rollerball. You roll this thing on, Joe. After, give it like a minute to dry, and you will get this icy, cool, relieving feel. You'll wake up, feel like a million bucks. I love this stuff. Mm, when you're in constant pain, finding a remedy, yeah, it's like the holy <laughs> grail, but not anymore. Cryo freeze roll on, developed by Miriam. You're out there. How much you love this stuff? She she loves it with that. She she's I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. She's not like a ghost. She's really out there. My famous mother-in-law. <laughs> right. She loves it. She's got her yeah. ankles hurt. You know, so over-the-counter pain relievers like icy hot and Bengay. They only focus on one basic cooling effect, like menthol, which temporarily takes your mind off the pain for about an hour. Whether you're an athlete, weekend warrior, or anyone who lives with constant joint pain and muscle soreness, cryo freezes for you. Simply roll it on where it hurts. This stuff is so good. Oh, I love this stuff. I'm looking at it. It, it cryo freezes for you. You simply roll it where it hurts. Uh, and ice out with an Arctic blast. Throw it in your gym bag, your purse, your briefcase, have it at your fingertips. The real secret behind cryo-freeze pain relief roll-on are its two deduce ingredients, CBD and menthol, for a soothing sensation of pain. Try the roll-on. Here's what you do. 
Go to omaxhealth.com, omaxhealth.com, and enter promo code Bongino to take advantage of incredible savings. That's omaxhealth.com, enter promo code Bongino to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Don't let muscle soreness and pain continue to be an excuse for living an active lifestyle. Omaxhealth.com, feel relief faster. Use promo code Bongino. Stuff is awesome. All right, Joe, let's go. Yeah. Okay. So... Bring it down a little bit because this video is going to disturb you deeply. So after the Philadelphia police engaged in a six hour plus standoff with a violent uh, felon with a laundry list of criminal convictions who was shooting at them with uh, rifle rounds, uh, almost killed the six of them who wound up in the hospital and shot at many more. The Philadelphia brave, heroic police officers who stood down the face of this maniac and got him to surrender peacefully. He's still alive, by the way exited this scene you would think to rounds of rousing applause from philly residents yeah. grateful they have such brave men and women yeah. now this is not to knock all the residents of the city most of the reporters on the scene said this was a extremely small uh minority of people who did this nonetheless you deserve to see what happened disgracefully to these philly cops as they walk out i'll walk you through play this video here because i know we have a lot of audio listeners but i'm sorry there's some that some of these videos you just have to play and i'll describe it so put that video if you don't mind Now, forgive me, I mean that for my audio-only listeners. I try, Joe knows this and so does Paul, I, mm -hmm. I try as hard as I can to never play primarily video-only content. If you, For those listening on audio, you're probably just hearing this street chaos in the background. And if you had the volume up, unfortunately, you're hearing a lot of um, expletives, a B, A, N. Um, I can't even say it on the show. Mm -hmm. a, I can't even because I, I I'm, you know what I'm not even going to go you you get it you probably heard it that was some of the residents of this area some again I want to be careful here because I was a cop and I I, I, just, I remember it is a relatively small proportion of people that engage in this kind of absurdity but the cops are walking out after facing down this gunman for six plus hours and the chaos you're hearing are this it's and it's not a small crowd no. it's about 20 plus people yeah. shoving the cops yelling at them calling them b a n's mm -hmm. pushing shoving screaming at them getting in their faces you know again i when i sense we're usually very busy in the morning prepping the show i'm not kidding it's not like a, hey look at me it's just it is it's just busy yeah. it's a great job love it but uh, Paul and I don't usually have time, even though she sits right outside of the, the studio here, to engage in commentary. She's like, I, I can't believe this is real. Like, this actually happened. 
an, a, a, an intergalactic cosmic embarrassment like I've never I, I can't believe it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have the right to free speech in this country. Thank the Lord. And that's not using his name in vain. But the fact that those people involved in that incident took their God given right to free speech to make an already atrocious, near deadly situation geometrically worse. You are an absolute embarrassment to your neighborhood, your families, your friends, and a disgrace to humankind. A total, complete, utter disgrace. You know, there was a book once, she's since passed, uh, Kate O'Bearn, I believe, who wrote the book, uh, she wrote a book called Women Who Make the World Worse. Uh, there should be a new book, People Who Make the World Worse. And everybody involved in hurling bottles and oh. screaming at heroic cops who nearly died over a six-hour standoff, you should be chapter one and two of that book. Your face there. People who make the world worse. You. You know, folks, oh, my I mean, gosh. for the listeners, if, if you can imagine walking the gauntlet, and you know what I mean, where the hands come out and you get paddled, that's basically that's exactly what, what was happened. going on there with those, those cops. That was a sin. Like coming out of a, a football tunnel where people, yeah. you think you're being celebrated in a couple high five. No, no, no. That's no. not what that chaos was. It was the exact opposite. There's a guy at the end who actually shoves one of the cops. Saw, yeah. Tell yeah. me, just, I mean, seriously, tell me again how there's a, you know, oh, you're exaggerating the anti-police atmosphere. Listen, I was a cop. I'm not exaggerating. No. This is real. Way. Now, this story gets worse. Because again, I could go on all day about how, and it, it's not, I'm, I'm really trying to put this out there so you understand the depth of the problem we have right now with the public police interaction. It's that bad. Moving on. Jim Kenney, who is the mayor of Philadelphia, just a total joke of a politician. I went on Laura Ingram last night. I know a lot of you saw it. You know, I'm not going to play the cut, so I try to not do that. It's Some of you saw it, some of you didn't. But I went on Ingram last night, and folks, I was pissed. I mean, I don't know any other way to say it. I was upset because as this gunman is trying to mow down police officers who are trying to stop this tragedy from getting worse, hack, grotesque, horrible politicians with no couth, no principles, and no spines at all, like Philly Mayor Jim Kenney, jumped in front of the camera to give speeches like this one. When our officers need help, they need help. They need help with gun control. They need help with keeping these weapons out of these people's hands. I mean, I told you earlier, the two little boys that were, the officer had his head grazed uh, just a little bit more, and those two little boys will grow up and out with their dad. Because, some, because this government, both on the federal and state level, don't want to do anything about getting these guns off the streets and getting them out of the hands of criminals. Okay, this guy's a total fraud. Don't for a second let his invoking of emotional imagery take away from what he just did to you. He just openly lied to you. Now, this is going to get worse because I'm going to show you the fraud Jim Kenney is, right? Mayor of Philadelphia. The guy who was shooting at the cops and anyone else, by the way, he was shooting at everyone and anyone. Mm hmm. This suspect involved in this case, everybody's, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. This suspect who is engaged in this firearms activity, shooting at police officers, right? The suspect has a laundry list of crimes. He is already a prohibited possessor. Meaning what Jim Kenny just said to you, you know, the government needs to be involved with gun control laws. To do what? 
as as Dana Lash said this morning on Fox and Friends, make what he did illegal, illegal, more extra, super illegal. Justice twins. Uh, uh, let's make it extra, super powerful, illegal. It's he already broke the law. Do you understand this? This is what annoys me about these guys. Kenny's not stupid. Okay. He's not a dumb guy. He's the mayor of Philadelphia. He was smart enough to get elected. The guy who had the firearms was already breaking the law. He was a prohibited possessor. Kenny knows exactly what a prohibited possessor is. He is prohibited from possessing firearms by the law. So you're telling me that the guy involved in this shootout with the cops, that he is openly defiant of the law. Joe, we're trying to get to principles here, yeah. right? Because we're trying to debate principles. Yeah. So follow me here as the audience ombudsman. Okay. Let's distill this down to a simple idea so even liberals understand it. All right. So Kenny's suggesting that we need new laws because the laws this guy already broke will somehow incentivize this guy to obey future laws. But he's saying that the laws now don't work because this guy is openly defiant of the laws we have now. I'm, I'm trying to no. make Jim Kenny make sense, okay? Because he doesn't. Well, we need gun control. We already have gun control in Philly. Yeah, but that gun control didn't work. I wonder why he was so openly defiant, this bad guy of the law, breaking the law, getting guns when he shouldn't have had them. Oh, okay. I wonder why that is. So, okay. On one hand, you have Jim Kenny, phony mayor of Philadelphia, calling for new laws to make them law, more law, more illegally or, or extra super monster illegal. Like we really need to make it illegal now. Yeah. Well, Joe, why do you think criminals would be openly defiant of the law? Well, maybe when you have a mayor like Jim Kenny who wants his city to openly defy laws like federal immigration law. Mm. And he jumps out of his office when the court ruled he could be a sanctuary city and openly defy the law. When you have a mayor who does this kind of stuff, maybe then you'll understand why people are openly defiant of the law when political leaders say, you know what, the law doesn't really matter. Check this out. A sanctuary city. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. That's the same guy. So he's wondering in one hand why criminals are openly defiant of the law while literally dancing, youtube.com slash Bongino if you want to see these videos, by the way, dancing outside of his office celebrating the fact that his city gets to openly defy the law. These guys are total frauds. These guys are total frauds. When you instill, this is why last night I, I just, on Ingram was just clearly upset at politicians. You had Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Jim Kenney running in front of the cameras about gun control. The guy was already a prohibited possessor. And yet these same people who are supposed to be political leaders openly celebrate systemic violations of U.S. law. And they're wondering why people don't respect the law or the cops, or anything else. That's why last night, again, I'm I, I was on, I'm, I'm sorry to keep citing it, but That's all right. I got a lot of emails about it, received yeah. a lot, and I, I always appreciate the feedback. But I said about three or four times during the appearance on the Ingram Show last night with guest host Jesse Waters, 
I took shots at politicians and I said, you know what? These politicians, they don't have real jobs. These are fake jobs. These are not real jobs. These are phony frauds. They don't deal with real cops on the street. They have no idea what goes on on the street. Maybe if they got their cabooses off their their gold-plated thrones in their political offices and went out and talked to real cops, they'd understand the problems. Folks, these people are just absolutely destroying our republic. This political class of lunatics. Booker, Harris, Kenny, all of them jumping in front of the cameras. Elizabeth Warren yesterday. Clamoring for gun control because the gun control laws now we don't, but the law, the extra laws are definitely going to work. Same guy, by the way, dancing Uh in front of the cameras because he's now systemically violating the law. Why do people defy the law? Gee, I don't know, Jim. No idea why that would happen. Let me put up this tweet again, because now we have, this is by Tom Massey, a real libertarian in Congress, by the way, congressman on the Republican side, because this is evolving into conversations again about new laws, because the old laws, people don't like them, but they're definitely, Joe, didn't like red flag laws. Yeah. These laws will definitely change. The old laws, no, no, those old laws are like not real law. They're fake law. They're just suggest- like a four-way stop sign. Right. It's like a suggestion. Oh, yeah. But these new laws oh, are yeah. real laws. Ooh. Not the old fake laws. These are going to be new laws. So there's a proposal for red flag laws. Tom Massey put this tweet up on his account today with red flag laws. This is a great one. Some guy said, so someone with a diagnosis like bipolar should not be prevented from buying a gun like being a wise guy. So Massey responds again. Number one, red flag laws don't require a diagnosis or professional opinion. Talking about mental health. Number two, only one of 17 red flag laws on the books even mentions mental illness. Number three, there's already a process for adjudicating mental illness as a disqualifier. He's absolutely right. If you're deemed a danger to self or others, you are a prohibited possessor. Number four, not all mental illness should disqualify you from owning a gun. I only bring up Massey's tweet in this context because, again, Democrats, as I said to you yesterday, are becoming really, really awful people that lie to you constantly. Jim Kenney, we need no gun control. That guy was already prevented from having it. It doesn't matter. A new law definitely would have stopped him. No, the new law is going to stop someone from uh, owning a firearm. You, the law-abiding citizen of the United States who just wants to protect himself and his family. You're the one. This criminal doesn't care any less. Nope. Couldn't care at all. Criminals don't give a damn about gun laws. And why you would think otherwise is, is candidly bizarre. No, no, the new laws are definitely going to change behavior. Now, on this line, where's my three? More gun laws. I have that. You have that Kirsten Gillibrand story, right? This is so funny. I have. Uh, I usually number my show mm-hmm. in order, so I don't lose. Uh, you know, I don't lose track of stuff. So I have one, two, four. <laughs> There's a three. Now I'm. Oh. Bernie, Bernie Sanders, there is no three. Three oh. is a myth. This is not a real number. Three. I'm doing Bernie math now. One, two, four. That's Bernie when he suggests taxes. There is no three. You invented the number three. This is clearly wrong. So this is. I have some more video. I'll get to this in a second. This is Kirsten Gillibrand. Because when this gun argument comes up again, it always impacts you, the law-abiding citizen who actually obeys gun laws. It never affects the people who don't give a hoot about your gun laws. And what else have we been told? We've been told by people like Kirsten Gillibrand 
you know, oh, don't worry, we're not coming for your guns. Uh, not so much. I've got uh. some video of this. Here's the Daily Caller, Kyle Hooten, in the show notes today. Check this article out. Gillibrand would prosecute gun owners who don't turn arms over to feds. I got this video in a second. Stay tuned for this because I'm telling you how the Democrats, again, are always, always lying to you. All right, today's show also brought to you by buddies at My Patriot Supply. Hey, listen, being prepared, when you hear the term prepper, like what comes to mind? It probably isn't good because Hollywood's elites decided they were a bunch of paranoid freaks wearing tinfoil hats waiting for the earth to end. Well, I'm here to tell you there's nothing crazy about being prepared. Matter of fact, there is something crazy about not being prepared. Seriously. When's the last time an earthquake gave warning, a tornado asked for permission, or a power outage made an appointment? It doesn't happen. We live in a hurricane zone here in Florida. Everybody down here is prepared. Nobody thinks it's unusual at all. I'm telling you, it's unusual not to be prepared. Do you ever notice what happens when the weatherman reports a hurricane approaching? People board up their homes and empty the shelves at the local grocery store. What exactly are these lunatics doing? Well, they're preparing. They're not lunatics. These are normal people who want to ensure that their families can get through a crisis. Thankfully, preparedness has evolved and leading the way are the good people at My Patriot Supply. I have boxes of their stuff. From emergency food storage to water filtration to survival essentials, My Patriot Supply stocks the items needed to survive a disaster so you can be ahead of the mob and have peace of mind. That matters. We've all been caught off guard by life's unforeseen challenges. Don't let that happen again. You ensure everything in your lives that matter, folks. Ensure your food supply. Go online to MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com today. And you can order now at PrepareWithDan.com. 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 Go check it out. Buy yourself an emergency food kit and some emergency supplies, supplies today. PrepareWithDan.com. Okay, getting back to Gillibrand. Again, so narrative number one promoted by Democrats in the mainstream media Gun laws, new laws will matter. The old laws are just not lawy enough. The new laws will definitely, which is, again, just really stupid. But secondly, we're not taking your guns has always been a Democrat, you know, go-to. We're not taking your guns. Yeah, right. Well, here's Gillibrand on with, I think this is Poppy Harlow on CNN, if I'm wrong, forgive me. But uh, again, hitting on what the Daily Caller headline was. Be, pay very close attention to this uh, this piece of sound here. CNN asks her about two things, taking away guns and banning assault weapons. Notice when she says, she says, let me quote, I think both of those ideas are strong. Check this out. Play the cut. You have talked yeah. openly about being in favor of an assault weapons ban. I'm interested yep. if you are supportive of a mandatory buyback program for assault weapons. It was brought up first by uh, Eric Swalwell, who was running for president in your party. Uh, Cory Booker has mm -hmm. talked about that. Some have gone as far as to say not only should it be a mandatory buyback of assault rifles, but there should be criminal prosecution for those who don't sell them back. Is that something you support? So I think we should ban assault weapons as well as large magazines. And as part of passing that ban, do a buy buyback program uh, across the country so that those who own them can be re-compensated um, co mm -hmm. for their uh, money that they spent. But I think both of those ideas are strong. I think having but uh, mandatory. mandatory buyback combined, well, you don't want people to retain them because if you make them illegal, um, you don't want to grandfather in all the assault weapons that are all across America. You would like people to sell them back to the government uh, so that you can make sure okay. people who shouldn't have access because to these weapons couldn't have them. There you go, folks. Yep. So there. You do you remember the old coach, the uh, football coach for the uh, Arizona Cardinals? 
um, Dennis Green. I think he was coaching the Cardinals when they asked him about this game. I think they were playing the Bears, the Cardinals, and the Cardinals lost. And Green was great. He like lost it on this reporter at a press conference. And he starts going, they are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. Everybody, there's some great NFL coach highlights. Jim, remember Jim Mora? Jim Mora. Oh, play, yeah. play, playoffs? Oh, yeah. Playoff? They're asking about the playoffs. The guys like had one of the worst teams in the league. Playoff? Playoffs? Playoffs? If you, just Google Jim Mora playoffs oh, and watch the video. It's one of the funniest things you see. Playoff? <laughs> Playoffs? Oh, yeah. playoffs? Dennis Green's We Are Who We Thought They Were. You can check that out, too. Is another one of the more hysterical NFL guys. Folks. The Democrats are who you think they are. Just listen to what they're saying. You don't need to. I play the cut so you don't need to hear my commentary to interpret it. You can just listen to what they're directly telling you. My commentary only serves as a warning. Not as an, I don't need to interpret that. I want your guns. She says, and I quote, I think both of, both of those ideas are strong. Basically locking up people who don't turn in the firearms they have now. Of course, she calls them assault weapons, which is a nonsense term. It is a category with no distinction. Um, if you have a category like a car, there are things that are not cars, right? Right. Like a car is not a truck. Right. Well, why? A truck is taller, may have a bigger engine. Right. There are categories, can haul things. Right. Then there are cars. We know the difference between a car and a truck. You know it's a nonsense term designed for political purposes when it is a category with no distinguishing characteristics that distinguish it from other things. Assault weapon is a made-up term because there's no non-assault weapon. Oh, that's the uh, that's the non-assault version of the assault weapon? What is an assault weapon? It has a, uh, a pistol grip in the front. Well, what exactly do you mean by a pistol grip? So now we're banning pistol. So a pistol grip makes something an assault weapon. So if it doesn't have a pistol grip, it's a non-assault weapon? No, that's not exactly what he said. Listen, I'm not playing semantic games. You're just making this up. So a cosmetic feature, which basically makes the firearm to you just look scary, makes it an assault versus a non-assault weapon. They're making this up because the term sounds scary. We are going to take your assault weapons. Ladies and gentlemen, just listen to what they're telling you. They are who you think they are. They are. They're not. There's no interpretation. This is just a warning. If you want gun confiscation programs, search warrants at your door because you own firearms. If you want 90% tax rates, no school choice, government-run health care, absolute bankruptcy, national debt will never pay off in our lifetimes, then yes, the Democrats are your party. If you don't want that, they are not. They are telling you who they are. They're not lying. Gillibrand wants to put you in jail if you don't turn over your farms. I'm not turning mine over. I'm sorry. It'll be my active civil disobedience. I love the cops. I'm not taking, uh, you know, I'm not going to engage in any verbal altercation with them. But I, fine, you're going to have to put me in handcuffs and take me to jail. I'm not giving you, I have a Second Amendment right. I'm not surrendering them. I'm sorry. Me either. I'll have to get, you put your, the bracelets on and you have to take me away. And you're going to have to take away everyone else in my neighborhood too because I'm reasonably confident no one else is turning in their stuff either. I didn't do anything wrong. Not giving Kirsten Gillibrand my firearms. No chance.
Oh, man, it's depressing. I'm telling you, these are awful people, ladies and gentlemen. Just listen to what they're saying. All right, moving on, because I got a lot more to get to. It's a stacked show today. I haven't even touched Epstein yet. The autopsy came out over Jeffrey Epstein. And folks, listen, again, I don't do theories on the show or bizarre ones. Only when they're crazy enough to mention, like the other guy, the body double Iron Man 2 theory from the other day. <laughs> um, which was, you got to admit, a little like crazy. Yeah. But the autopsy came out. There's some real stunning revelations about that. I'll get to that. But I want to get to this story first, because this is another important break. Again, another story getting almost zero mainstream media coverage at all. And I love when they tell us there's no deep state. You're all conspiracy lunatics. And then you hear stories like this Washington Times story, which will be in the show notes. I really encourage you to read this today. You see this Washington Times story and you start to say to yourself, uh, am I the crazy one or is everyone else around me nuts? By Rowan Scarborough, uh, dated August 15, 2019. You've probably heard nothing about this. It's a Scarborough exclusive Probe clears pro-Trump Pentagon analysts report withheld from defense team. Huh? What happened? Let me give you a little bit of background on this before I get to the screen caps from the piece here. Please do. Please do. Yeah. There was a, yeah, this is a, this is, I promise you this one's going to bake your bagels, right? There's this whistleblower, Adam Lovinger. Um, he discovered some abnormalities in some payments made by ONA, the Office of Net Assessment under the Department of Defense. These payments were made to people and didn't seem to produce what they said they were producing, which was threats on the Internet. So Lovinger became a whistleblower. Now, he didn't leak any classified information, but it's one of the things he uncovered in his whistleblowing suspiciously made Lovinger a target of people who wanted to make an example out of that guy. Although, keep in mind. What I just said to you, Joe, mm -hmm. he did not leak classified information. All right. Now, there was an investigation. You tracking me here? Yeah, yeah. Lovinger blows the whistle. We're paying all these money for people to engage in net assessments and threats on the Internet. One of these payments we made to a guy I'm going to tell you about in a minute. His name may sound familiar. One of these payments didn't seem to be about net assessment. It seemed to be about something a little different. All of a sudden, instead of an investigation into the payments, Lovinger finds himself under investigation. <laughs> well, screen cap number one from the piece. Here's what the investigation produced. A confidential counterintelligence investigation cleared. Cleared suspended Pentagon analyst Adam S. Lovinger on allegations of leaking data to the news media. Keep in mind, folks, he's a whistleblower. But the officials who did the investigation, Joe, never told Lovinger's lawyers. What? Wow, that's kind of odd. It, it goes on. Jeez. Yeah. The NCIS, Naval Criminal Investigative Service, examined Mr. Lovinger's use of classified computer networks. In a 2018, keep in mind it's 2019 now, in a 2018 report, the NCIS said its review, quote, did not did not, N-O-T, did not reveal any potential counterintelligence concerns, according to a copy obtained by the Washington Times. Let me read that. Let me read that sentence one more time. Did not reveal any potential counterintelligence concerns. So just to be clear, because I'm setting you up here. Uh-huh. Lovinger blows the whistle on these payments. Nobody investigates the payments. They investigate Lovinger. The investigation reveals there were no counterintelligence concerns and no leak. Did not. Reveal. Well, in the unclassified report 
that's released just recently that Scarborough that Scarborough's covering in the piece. There's a word missing, Joe. Oh. And it's kind of a key word. It's kind of important. It'd be like having a stop sign that's missing the word stop and says go instead. You're like, that's kind of a big miss, right? Yeah. It'd be like if a red light malfunctions and goes in the wrong order. Green means go. Red means stop. If you reverse that, you think a few people might be confused? The stop sign should say stop, not go. Well, what word was missing? Put up the next screen cap from the piece. (laughs) This is unreal. This is unbelievable. The NCIS report said an analysis of the hard drive uh, on Mr. Lovinger's U.S. government-issued Dell computer did not yield any classified or sensitive information. Okay, did not yield. Any classified or sensitive information. Get a load of this. I know you're already reading ahead. The YouTube people already saw it. In the declassified version of the report, (laughs) this is unbelievable. The word not is missing. Kind of a big miss, no? (laughs) An NCIS spokesman told the New York Times on Wednesday that the file copy is being corrected to add the word not. Gee, that's that's very good job. Nice work, folks. That's excellent. (laughs) Did not reveal any classified information. The unclassified report. Yeah, we left the word not out. Jeez. Oh, so we read did reveal classified information. Kind of a big miss, no? Little bit of a miss? Oh. Oh. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You left the word not out? Did It changes the whole meaning of the stop sign. Yeah. If you put the words don't above stop, you're going to have a different track, different traffic situation. (laughs) T-bone. How do you leave the word not out? Hey, delete the word not. Nobody Nobody will notice the difference. Are you kidding? Now, why is this case interesting? I haven't tied it up for you, but I was doing that intentionally. Folks, one of Lovinger's whistleblowing activities was about a payment from DOD payments to this ONA, Office of Net Assessment. To who? To Stefan Halper. Whoa. Stefan Halper? Oh, Stefan Halper, who's that? Yeah, yeah, oh, the same spy (laughs) who was weaponized by the Obama administration (laughs) to go and contact members of the Trump team and spy on them. Carter Page, Sam Clovis, and George Papadopoulos. Yes, the same guy. So Lovinger, who mysteriously gets investigated for whistleblowing, despite investigating the charges in the whistleblowing, is investigated, is determined to have done nothing wrong, not leaked classified information. They unclassify portions of the report. They leave out the word not. They make the stop sign the go sign. They mysteriously leave that out. Oh, and we find out later that one of Lovinger's pieces of information was about mysterious payments made to a spy activated by the Obama administration to go spy on members of the Trump team. But again, folks, don't worry. This whole bureaucratic deep state thing is just a conspiracy theory. We're all crazy. And all of these lunatics out there calling us the crazies, they're the same ones. I'm telling you, this story can't get any worse. (laughs) Now, listen to yesterday's show, which, by the way, thank you again. I, 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 I don't mean to be... And any, I'm not patronizing you at all. I mean it when I say you, 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 I have the best audience ever. I love you guys and ladies to death. You are so interactive. It is so good to hear from you all the time. Yesterday was our most listened to podcast on the audio file ever. Man, and the show just keeps growing. Thanks to you. But please listen to yesterday's show because I talk about how, again, the government 
Halper's doing a wink and a nod with this lawsuit. Well, I may have been working for the government, but I may not have been either. So, But if I was, I should have immunity right. from this lawsuit being yeah. filed against me. The government's not running to rescue this guy. The efforts to hide what Halper did, and as we see today, the payments made to Halper are unbelievable evidence, just slamming you in the gut that the government and bureaucrats involved in Spygate are doing everything they can to erase the paper trail to Stefan Halper because they don't want to admit the government spied on a political campaign. It's, it's, it's obvious. It's obvious. All right, I got to get to Epstein. There's been some news on that. And I also want to get to Bernie. Bernie Sanders, blowing it again. This guy doesn't do basic math. He's the one who he's the one who deleted the three in my rundown today. Missing the three. <laughs> yeah. All right, last uh, sponsor of the day, right? Bernie Sanders, it's not even on you. There is no three. Two plus two equals seven. <laughs> Don't you know? I, love, he, I get a kick out of this guy. And by the way, he's totally collapsing in the polls. I think even Democrats are tired of this guy's nonsense. All right, finally, today's show brought to you by buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the market for the finest rifles and pistols on the market, I use them. Bravo Company Manufacturing. I have two. They are absolutely fantastic. I have had independent people they are, who are not, they have no relationship to my show at all. I told you when I picked up the, my Bravo Company Manufacturing rifle and pistol from the shop, the guy was like, these are precision. This is the best. These are the finest out there. I love mine. Fires all no malfunctions right on target every single time. This is a piece of life-saving equipment. If God forbid your life is on the line, this is the rifle and pistol you want. Uh, Bravo Company Manufacturing. The website is bravocompanymfg.com. Bravo Company M F G dot com. Bravo Company M like Mary F G dot com. Listen, Bravo Company. A couple distinctions here. Bravo Company Manufacturing is not a sporting arms company. Okay. They design, engineer, manufacture life-saving equipment. There's a distinction there, ladies and gentlemen. These are hand-assembled rifles where they assume the end owner of their rifles and pistols are going to be a civilian, God forbid, involved in a life-saving scenario, a police officer, or someone in our military. They are hand-assembled in Heartland, Wisconsin, right here in the great old USA, to what? To a life-saving standard. I can't recommend them enough. I have them on my safe. They sit right there. BCM puts people before their products. They feel it's their moral responsibility to provide Americans the tools that will not fail the end user if it's, God forbid, not just a paper target, but someone coming to do them harm. They make reliable, life-saving equipment you can count on. They work with leading instructors of marksmanship from top levels of American Special Forces, from Marine Corps uh, Force Recon to U.S. Army Special Forces, connecting them with other Americans, these top instructors, and teach the skills necessary to defend yourself, your family, or others. To learn more, Go to bravocompanymfg.com and check out their fantastic products. Bravocompanymfg.com. You need more convincing? Check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa, youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa. Okay, um, on to the Epstein story. This was up in the Washington Post and LMT online. It'll be up in the show notes. So the autopsies come out about Epstein. And again, I listen, I only do facts here. I'm not going to engage in you know speculation because it's going to discredit everybody. But folks, uh, we're not idiots either. This is a story from the Washington Post. Autopsy finds broken bones in Jeffrey Epstein's neck, deepening questions about his death. Carol Lennig and Aaron C. Davis, August 15th. Folks, listen. You know, for as fake news as the Washington Compost is, and they are, they're total conspiracy theorists. Trust me when I tell you, because I've got kind of the behind the scenes with this. Mm -hmm. 
they are in no rush to kind of advance any any theory they can. What I'm getting at here is if they're putting this in there on this story, there's some hard evidence that there's some serious questions out there. Now, what's the problem with the case? The problem with the case now is the bone that was broken in Epstein's neck, and, and folks, if you have kids listening, this may be a little uh, graphic for them, um, so this segment will be about five minutes. It's up to you. I don't like to, I try to keep the show family friendly, but it's a serious topic. Um, I'm not going to get overly graphic, but it's up to you. The bone that was broken in Epstein's neck pursuant to his death, uh, the hyphoid bone, if you read the piece, the way that the hyphoid bone would break would typically be indication of strangulation. This is from the Washington Post piece. Uh, Quote, among the bones broken in Epstein's neck was the, uh, excuse me, hyoid bone, forgive me which in men is near the Adam's apple. Such breaks can occur in those who hang themselves, particularly if they are older, according to forensics experts and studies on the subject. But listen to this. These breaks are more common in victims of homicide by strangulation, the experts say. Uh, Uh, Folks, listen, it's fair to ask questions now, okay? This isn't like tinfoil cap stuff like the left with their collusion hoaxes. Uh, it's pretty fair to be saying, okay, that's kind of strange. Now, further down in the piece, they talk about how forensics, autopsies, and medical examiners do these things. When they see cases of alleged suicide by hanging Mm -hmm. that have this same break, Joe, it almost automatically becomes an investigation into a potential homicide because the force required for that typically involves strangulation or the use of, say, like a forearm shiv to strangle and choke off someone to death, and that force would impact the bone with enough force to break it. Folks, I've got a lot of questions about this. As I've said to you repeatedly, there's no... The sheets they put on those beds there are typically not enough to be weight-bearing. I don't know if he braided them or how he managed to do it. But how did he create enough force, given that there's nothing to anchor himself from from the ceiling? These are just fair questions to ask. This autopsy seems to have opened more questions than it's answered. Given Epstein's information, what he knew, what I've told you on previous podcasts about Epstein, which I encourage you to listen to, And the number of people who I know are aware of some of Epstein's friends and what they were potentially engaged in, it's a fair question to ask how this bone in his neck was broken if it's typically an indicator of homicide by strangulation and not, in fact, suicide by hanging. Yeah. I'm not suggesting it could, you know, listen, it could have just been some freak thing that happened. But, folks, I'm, I'm hoping the Bureau get really... I hate that term gets to the bottom of this. It's so so overused. I'm hoping they can get us answers. I really do. I hate that term. I know I use it sometimes, but it's just it's it's just an evidence of like poor command of the language. Um I'm really hoping they can get us some bottom line conclusions quickly. The the country, and I'm, it, it gives me no pleasure in saying this at all, being that I was a federal agent and a police officer at one point too. Folks, the country's losing faith in these institutions. Whether it's what happened in Spygate with the Cabal. The continued efforts, it appears, with Lovinger to suppress information from coming out to shut whistleblowers up. This suspicious circumstances surrounding Epstein. We really need to start getting clear answers here to reestablish this kind of symbiotic relationship where we can have some faith in these institutions, which are completely collapsing. 
And then you have Democrats on the other side, as we saw with the video that opened the show of those police officers getting pelted with bottles. You have Democrats on the other side. When we do have actual good guys adding to the fog and the anti-police hysteria themselves for political reasons, not for the reasons conservatives want answers about Spygate, Lovinger and Epstein. We want answers because, listen, some of the stuff that's happened at the highest levels of these institutions has been suspicious. Hmm. You All know, right. Dan, I, I would think on. the uh, the direction the force came from will be a really strong indicator. Uh, in other words, did it come from yeah. the front of the victim, you know, horizontally across the neck, as opposed to vertically from a hanging, you know, a separation? Thing. That's a good yeah. point. And it, it, no, that's a good point. You know and and it, it appears based on what we've been. Yeah, no, you're right, because it appears what we've been told is that it wasn't an overhead hanging that he, but I wonder when he, he was apparently kneeling, but how to create that kind of force is exactly, you know, Uh, something stinks, bro. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. No, I, I, I agree. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. All right. uh, Moving on to our friend, Bernie, Bernie, (laughs) you know, (laughs) where do you go? These guys, I can't, these guys can, they just, (laughs) They can never tell you the truth. I I I have this issue. I uh, it's it, it. I don't like to like go off on these rants because then you lose fact based distilled information you can use to debate your liberal friends. But they just never ever tell you the truth about anything. They're constantly lying. So there's this piece up in the Wall Street Journal I read this morning. Another Bernie lie and another piece of misinformation. I mean, it's total propaganda. Bernie's Medicare for all bailout by the Wall Street Journal editorial board. Sanders wants taxpayers to save hospitals after he bankrupts them. <laughs> Folks, it's my, my problem with the whole liberal ethos is it's all false. It's very difficult, as I said in yesterday's show, where I said liberals are just really turning into awful people. Yeah. I can't argue with you about school choice if you're going to lie about what school choice is. It's racist. It's resegregate. Okay, you're just an idiot. I can't argue. You just made that up. So Bernie wants Medicare for all, a government-run healthcare system, to take over the healthcare system for basically every hospital, doctor, and patient in the United States. Well, what's the problem with Medicare for all? The problem with Medicare for all, which is really Medicare for none in a government takeover, is the government reimburses medical providers, doctors, hospitals, nurses, administrators, reimburses them at a rate not sufficient enough to keep the hospital in business. Now, as John Delaney, who I ran against, Uh, in my congressional race, who's running for president as well, said on the debate stage for Bernie, Delaney, he's a Democrat, obviously I ran against him, he's not a Republican, but he said, which was sensible, that as he goes around the country running for president, he talks to hospital administrators, he asks Mm -hmm. them if you were paid across the board at government rates using Bernie's government-run system, what would happen? And what did Delaney say? We played the cut a couple weeks ago. Delaney said the hospital people told him they'd all go out of business. Right. Now, folks, this is not complicated to understand. I don't even need audience on Buzzman Joe for this no. one. If a hospital requires, say, I'm just using round numbers. This is these are not just to make the uh, analogy simple. If a hospital needs ten thousand dollars a day to stay in business, to pay its staff, to pay its electric bill, to finance its equipment, I mean, you name it, to pay for the food the patients get, the medicine. Say it needs ten thousand a day. Again, just round numbers. And the government says we're now running healthcare. We are going to pay you 9000 a day. Then, ladies and gentlemen, simple math would indicate something's got to give or the hospital will go out of business. So the answer always is, well, what's that something? Well, the something is what winds up happening in these systems is rationing. Because in a, in a world of scarce resources, everything's scarce, folks. Nothing's unlimited. 
not even water or air. Everything is scarce, scarce to different degrees, but scarce nonetheless. In a world of scarce resources, how do we allocate those resources? Well, you can price them or you can ration them. There is no third way. We price items. Why? Because prices send signals. When prices go up, it sends the signals to producers of those products. Hey, I can make money here. Who come in and supply more products, which brings the price down. This is embarrassing that I got to. It's just like liberals are such knuckleheads and they're so angry and they lie all the time that we have to get into basic econ zero zero kindergarten level econ for them to understand this. A price is a signal. When the government destroys the price mechanism by saying, no, it's not a price. We're going to wipe the signal out and pay you this amount, no matter what the signal says. Mm -hmm. The hospital goes out of business because there's no signal for more hospitals. In other words, more hospitals aren't going to be built to accommodate more patients because the government has said there is no price signal. This is all we're going to pay you no matter what. There is no signal. Hey, we can make some money here. None. Does that make sense, Joe? Perfect sense. The price signals wiped out. So what happens? Hospitals either go out of business or care is rationed. The hospital fires five or six doctors, 10 or 20 nurses, and says we can only take care of X amount of patients a day now because we can't pay our staff because the government's not paying us. Why is this important in relation to Bernie and this article? Because Bernie is a total fraud. So is Kamala Harris. She supports Medicare for all, too. Why? Well, check out this piece. Bernie keeps citing this example of a hospital. Excuse me if I'm saying the name wrong. Han and Mann's Hospital. And he keeps saying, hey, with this hospital, let me quote the piece and I'll get to it. He says, yet one underappreciated reality is that nearly two-thirds of Hanahan's hospital patients are on government insurance, either Medicare or Medicaid. A fact noted in passing in a letter to Health and Human Services from a member of the, of the Pennsylvania delegation in Congress. This detail is significant because Medicare and Medicaid are notorious for paying hospitals less than what it costs to provide services. Let me summarize that for you. Out on the stump, Bernie Sanders keeps talking about this hospital as evidence of profiteering medical professionals, Joe, venture capitalists, these vultures destroying healthcare, and that's why these hospitals are going bankrupt. No, the hospital he's citing is going bankrupt Because two-thirds of the patients are on government-funded programs, which are not paying the hospital enough money to stay in business. That's why. He's just, again, not suggesting there's not, I don't know the hospital, the intricate details, but I do know that, that even the Pennsylvania, hospitals in Pennsylvania, the delegated members of uh, the delegation to Congress has indicated two-thirds of the members are in fact on government payments, that the government payments are not enough to reimburse the hospital for the care provided to the patients. You think that may have something to do with their financial problems? Maybe a little? So ironically, Bernie engaging in the broken leg fallacy. You know what the broken leg fallacy is? It's when you break the leg and then the government introduces the same thing that broke the leg as a treatment. The broken (laughs) leg fallacy. That's what they do. So the hospital's going bankrupt. One of the major reasons, not the only, but one of the major reasons is government payments that aren't sufficient. So Bernie wants to introduce more government payments to solve the problem. Thousands of them will die. Thousands, yeah, thousands, thousands of thousands, thousands of them will die. <laughs> this guy cannot tell the truth if it was slapping him in the face. No. He leaves out this major factor 
that the government program he's suggesting expanding is bankrupting the hospital he's using to advocate for a government program. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) I mean, it's like the Jim Kenny thing in the beginning. Why are, I don't get it. Why are people disobeying the law? I don't know. Listen to Jim Kenny, who does a dance when people disobey the law. I have no idea. I wake up every morning like, how is it that you could possibly be a liberal? It requires you to be so stupid. It really does. That you are either willingly stupid or you're lying to people and yourself every single day of your life. You're just making stuff up. We need more government. Bernie, the government bankrupt that hospital. That's why we need more. We need more of it. Uh, okay. I mean, I mean, some may freeze to death. <laughs> I don't know where he gets this stuff. That's funny. I never heard that one. Is that a new one? <laughs> I've had it around. That Joe's <laughs> funny. That's good. Yeah, listen, I can tell you this. I speak for the audience when I tell you. Some of them like some jobs. Some of yeah. them don't. Bernie drops, Joe. Are always I never ever get a negative email about either Dirty Drop, Birdie Drops, or Donnie Brasco. Remember Donnie Brasco? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Everybody loves Donnie Brasco. Never got a negative email about Donnie Brasco. Every that was Paula's, by the way. What are you gonna do? Uh Never see Donnie Brasco, folks. This Joe, Paul, and this is Paul and Joe. They got this clip from Donnie Brasco. Remember the movie with Johnny Depp? where he's sitting on the couch. He's the mob informer with Lefty from the mob. And Lefty's telling Donnie Brasco about how his son's like a drug addict. He's getting ready to die. And the, the, the only thing Donnie can think to say is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Paula, she, <laughs> there you go. What are you going to do? Paula's son, we were watching Donnie Brasco on the couch inside. And she's like, I never, I watched that movie a thousand times. I never picked up on that. She started laughing hysterically. She goes, that's the best he can do? The guy's telling his heartfelt story about his kid. What are you going to do? Like, that is so typical of what I remember. What are you going to do? Works for everything in Queens. All right. Listen, last story of the day just tied into this Bernie thing. It's kind of one big segment here. But showing you again that government programs are awful, never work. Um, It's like Father Bob Sirico from the Acton Institute. I use this quote often. I was listening to him give a speech one time, and he said, it's not that government's big. It's just too stupid. Um, It's just too dumb. Like, it it, it is. It's not that the people are dumb. It's that the system is organized in a dumb way to not take advantage of people's best assets. If that makes sense, digest that for a second because it's important. So you may think Medicare for all is a good idea, despite the fact the government's already destroying the healthcare system now. You may say, well, at least Obamacare was a success. Eh, wrong. Here's another piece from the Wall Street Journal today talking about additional Obamacare melting uh, meltdowns. Obamacare's Medicaid Deception by Brian Blaze and Aaron uh, Yellowitz, August 14, 2019. The core of this piece is pretty simple. Folks, the Medicaid expansion in Obamacare, it expanded Medicaid, right, Uh was designed to benefit people with incomes below 138% of the poverty line. That was the government, these genius government planners. Remember Father Bob Sirico, not the government's so too big, it's too stupid, right? So you think, wow, genius plan. We're going to give taxpayer-funded health care to people who are poor. Sounded great in theory, right? Yeah. But of course, the government's too dumb to figure it out. So what happened? Well, there's a box you can check on the Obamacare website about income where people who are filtering around on the website just looking at options, Joe, if they click no income, just because they, not that they don't have income, but they click it to just look around what their options would be if they did, right. are automatically enrolled in Medicaid. Oh. So now we have <laughs> up to a million people enrolled in Medicaid who make far more than the poverty line, who are not poor at all. 
Oh. Because the government can't even design a basic website to eliminate people who aren't income sensitive from the system that's designed to be income sensitive. Let's get more of this. This is great. <laughs> we love government. These guys can't get their heads out of their collective. Uh, if you paid them a million dollars each. Oh, man. Joe's putting Joe's going to put together a little audio or video. Because we may do yeah. a once a week segment. About how stupid liberals are every single day and how they're, <laughs> what's the same thing? Liberals are really awful, awful people. people. Yeah. I, we need more branded segments on the show yeah. because it's so easy. They just lie to you all the time. All right, I got to run. Uh, I'll be doing a, a, a road show tomorrow. So uh, I, I'm hearing there may be hearing. There may be some stuff coming out tonight. So we'll see. Don't miss the show mm. tomorrow. Also tune in to Fox and Friends where I'll be there. And please. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm humbly begging you. You all, I love you to death, but I really like the video stuff too. I'm trying to integrate some more of it. YouTube.com slash Bongino. If you like the audio only, that's cool. It's always going to be an audio first. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe on SoundCloud too. It's all free. Really appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.